0: hey guys thanks for tuning into biomass this weekend before christmas i know you're all probably as freakishly busy as we are so we'll probably go with a, a bit of a shorter show today but uh, yeah jason will hopefully be joining us in a little bit he has something to deal with but he will be back at some point during the show uh but yeah thanks for listening in to us on the stream i apologize for the late start i was having some technical issues but we got it sorted out so we're good to go now uh, I guess we'll start off with some brief introductions. Kind of a small crew tonight, but uh, let's go from the top with Iron Wolf Saber. Hello, I'm Iron Wolf Saber, member of CPM1,
1: and nice to meet you all, and happy holidays. And Lither?
2: Hey guys, uh, I'm Weather. I'm an officer in Mold Mob, and I'll wish everyone a happy holidays and uh happy new year as well.
0: Yeah. And Zell?
3: Um, I'm Sarai CPM1 co-host on the show and i'm gonna buck the trend of political correctness and say merry freaking christmas <laughs> the, the
0: thing is is that people think i say happy holidays because i'm being politically correct but i actually have a lot of friends from various religions that i say happy holidays to because it's yeah, more convenient i'm just messing i'm than, just messing with you i, I mean I, I could say happy christmas on a or something if it'll make you feel better no right. i just
2: say it to i just say debate <laughs> reactions i'm an extremely part uh conservative part of the country so
0: Oh, wow, I'm in Arizona, so you know how it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm Pokey Draven uh, from OSG Planetary Operations and co-host here on Biomass. So again, thanks for tuning in to listen to us. We probably have, I don't know, what three people listening to the stream, but it's it's, it's good to have you. So uh, like I said, probably a pretty short show today, a lot going on in real life, and it's been a little slow in game. But uh, let's start off with our usual CPM1 update. So Sarai, Zell
3: uh cm update is relatively short only based on the fact that i can't say anything um we had a meeting with uh ccp rouge um it was a good meeting um things were said back and forth good good conversation um good discussion that's that's all i got i'm sorry
0: yeah well i suppose you have your limitations as frustrating as that is but i think overall people are uh to varying degrees satisfied with the development of dust which is better than no development which we thought we were going to get post fan fest I, I think that the push into 1.9 and 1.10 has been pretty huge it's certainly taken me by surprise so you know i, I think in all in all that's positive even if some of the features people are griping about like a strong boxes is a, a heated topic but I, I think we covered that pretty deeply last week um did you have anything you wanted to add iron Wolf?
1: I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's a slow week anyways because of uh, the holidays up and coming for everybody, and people over there celebrate all sorts of holidays too, so... Yep,
0: yep. And Speaking most of CPM of- will be down and up for the count, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, even I'm pretty much... As I put, zombieing my way through the last re- remaining days of my work before taking a break for the holidays, so... I am <laughs> a little out of it and just not very active, but... Uh, Totally understandable. But speaking of holidays, I am hearing reports that there are snowball launchers in dust. Do you guys want to talk about that at all? Oh, that was
1: supposed to be a big surprise, and um, yeah, it's out now. <laughs> there's now the um, there's the prototype one, which is only requires advanced skills, I believe, to use. It costs about forty five thousand is copy. Then, if you are willing to spend some arm, there's the BPO version. It is not tied to the year though. So, what do you mean about the BPO? It's not tied to what? The year. Every year when uh, c- uh, when c- uh, CCP first introduced Snowball Launchers in EVE, they labeled them by years. Uh, so, it was like 2011, 2012. Well, for dust Five we're doing the same thing for a bit. The, um, the BPC, um, the copies you can buy are labeled for this year. And I'm pretty sure next year, they're going to be on 2016s instead
0: oh so you're saying that the BPC is the collector's edition version that's got the the specific year where the BPO is is non-specific yep okay that's pretty cool it was uh I had a, a bit of a feeling when they added that update with the uh, visual customization for weapons and whatnot that we might be seeing something something like that I mean I'm I've been playing Eve for a few years now and I always look forward to the the bundle of toys we get and the snowball launches included I would love to see a uh, Firework uh swarm launcher for the end of year. That'd be that'd be really cool to to light up the sky that way. But uh, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm sure you guys won't actually tell me if we're doing that or not, right?
1: Hey, you can you can wish and hope and make the request, and
0: maybe they'll look into
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's it's, it's kind of cool. It's it's funny because the people uh, on the forums, some people are like, we're complaining, like, what is this shit? Why we have snowball launchers in our game? And all the people that are familiar with the, the tradition and Eve are freaking out, myself included, because it, it was a pretty fun little a toy that I wasn't expecting, but had some thoughts of that they could maybe do something like that. So that's that's been a lot of fun. So glad to see that they're they're at least kind of getting into that new Eden tradition of having our her uh, annual presents and whatnot. I thought it was a little silly that our Matt did no damage. <laughs> i know it's so, like i do, do literally five damage so i can finish some guy off i'm like okay yeah <laughs> if, if, if you want to kill a highly advanced iron man suit with the snowball i you know i, I think it's a little silly but it's 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 pretty funny that uh, the reaction because like i said some people are obviously not familiar with it where others are so I, I think it's been a lot of fun
3: i saw a funny post i don't know if it was legitimate but uh it was claiming that someone had defended a point with a snowball launcher because everyone was running away from the explosions, but...
0: <laughs> I actually would love to see some videos of a snowball team just bombarding people and getting torn apart. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny.
1: I liked one where the Japanese players were definitely having fun with it and they were apparently in an ambush pub at
0: um, about three-fourths of the people had launchers, snowball launchers and they were just having a snowball fight. That's that's awesome. You know, I love seeing that kind of, a. Uh, emergent silly gameplay that's you know takes a bit of a break from the usual carnage to to go have a snowball fight or fire off some fireworks it's it's good to see that that actually made its way into dust as well i think it's a a really good part of the social experience, experience which ccp is admittedly pretty good at allowing things like that to happen so one of their their better parts in development i think is the the social side did we lose lethar it looks fun. like we
3: did. We are, we already lost me once today, so you know Jeez. we're
0: just we're just throwing everybody. <laughs> so speaking of your connection issues, uh, you obviously suffered a little bit earlier this week. You're gonna have to give me your recording, by the way. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'll give it to you. You know, two three weeks from now, and you can you can get it uploaded then.
3: That that would be about just deserving about my <laughs> my speed at getting uh getting the podcast actually posted.
0: Yeah, well, it'd be in line with my with my YouTube updates as well, which. I will do eventually, someday. I got two of them up this week, so you should be proud. But anyways, is there anything else you guys want to... Oh yeah, the, the connection issues. So you you said in the pre-show um, that they were having issues, obviously, and it was just a hardware thing, so did you want to elaborate on that, or is it just a... There's
3: no elaboration but... there. CCP posted what they, they told us, which is that there was a hardware issue, and it, it's been found and corrected.
0: Okay, well that's good to know. I know, but I tried getting on, and it was like, oh, well, shit, so... It's good to see that that's been fixed. Hey, Lether's back. Sorry. That's fine. We were just discussing jolly snowball fun and uh, connection issues, which everyone seems to be suffering from.
1: Too bad, rose um A little request didn't go through, which was to turn every map into snow maps for a short
3: bit. Oh, that would be kind of <laughs> that funny. Actually, really fun. I remember snow moods being a thing for a while, and I haven't seen one in a long time. Maybe for <laughs> the best. I remember
2: them looking really bad. But it'd be fun for Christmas. I no doubt, right? Like they probably just, oh, just kinda niche. One day everything. only
1: that that'd been that'd been more than enough.
2: I was I was shocked that they actually uh, got the snowball things in.
0: Well I mean they've got the twelve days of dust coming up that starts on, on the twenty fifth, isn't it? Yep. Okay, and that goes to the, the first of the year or something like that. So that that'll be that'll be fun as well. I remember last year it was well you just logged in and got a different set of weapons for each each day, I think it was.
3: And they're tying this to the daily missions, if I remember correctly, this year. So you have to complete, it, uh, I think, three daily missions to get your daily reward. Okay.
0: Well, that, that's good. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad that the, the daily missions offer a reward people who actually log in and play. Because I've been guilty of it as well, where I've been just going to log bed and go, and get your oh, shit. And- yeah, yeah. I log in for five seconds and log back out just to keep my, my chain going, which is it's not good. <laughs> you should actually be rewarded for actually playing the game. So that's a... A big plus side to the the daily mission uh, system as well. well. Another
1: major plus side, from my point of view, is that you're actually able to track your progress towards the event. Instead of playing, uh, guess who was like, "Okay, how many hours did our log this week?"
0: That's a good point. Or how many
1: fights I already have? They... Then, then the reward system because now it's automated.
0: Yeah, no more waiting for X number of weeks to actually get the reward. I, I actually bring up a good point to think about that. That they could add in a special mission that can actively track event standing in, in various events that they do. Rather than kind of like you said on a pen and paper keeping track of what you're doing, you can actually actively track that and players actually see where they're at. So that's that's actually a really good point. I, I'm looking forward to that if they can indeed work it that way. I think Rattadi also mentioned when we had him on that at some point they're looking at adding. Like a second layer of missions where you have to do something in a certain suit or with a certain role or something is, is there anything more on that? Because that's actually been a thing popping up on the forums. I've seen a bit that people want a little more specific higher level mission things they can do.
1: That's always a possibility. For example, weekly missions. If we, um, I've been suggesting to these people, and I'm pretty sure the players have too, or I mean, the missions that would like take a little bit longer and emphasize a uh, greater challenge. There could also be another layer of missions where they are very specific. For example, using a certain type of weapon or using a certain type of suit, and trying to uh, understand the nuances of
0: each weapon and suit. Use it as a um, teaching tool, if you will. Yeah, I think that's good because I think people tend to get a little locked into a certain playstyle or a certain weapon and suit. And right. If you don't get out of that, the game gets stale pretty quick. I mean, one thing that I've always done is I train everything to level one so I can at least try it. And I, I do all kinds of just random testing. And I think that if you can encourage people to kind of break their, their habits and actually go with uh, different weapons and suits to complete those missions, you're going to make it a little more interesting. And it encourages... A little more diversity. I mean, obviously, specialization is key in a game like this, but I think trying out new things certainly keeps it a little interesting, and it also helps you understand, you know, how to counter those things on the field. Like if you're having an issue with tanks, if you tank for a while, you quickly learn what works and what doesn't work when people are, you know, hitting you with AV. And I think that seeing both sides of engagements is is really a good thing. And any way to encourage people to do that is probably going to make their experience in the long run a lot better because they're gonna be a little more successful, I think. And it, it mixes it up. I mean, you don't want to be doing the same thing all the time, but people tend to do that unless you encourage them otherwise. So I, th- I think overall the mission system opens up a lot of possibilities for, like I will said, teaching tools or just general quality of life, making the game better in maybe not so direct ways, but you know, j- just making things a little more interesting for the players, which is always a good thing. So I, I think it's good overall.
1: That is so, it just continues continues to get further iterated on and worked upon and definitely improved upon because it's one of those good systems that all almost any free to play mode um definitely use
0: yeah I think I'm a big fan of of anything that is kind of a wide arcing system that can be used for various purposes and i I think this mission system, as you pointed out earlier, has a lot of uses and i'm I'm really encouraged to see them making choices to develop things like this because it, it really kind of opens the game up a little bit more and, and provides additional branches that that the game can go down to make it a little more deep and interesting. So, you know, I'm really glad to see that, that they're actually pushing for things like that rather than just kind of drilling into the same stuff that they have been for a while, which, I mean, is good. But balance only goes so far. You want to make the game actually feel like it's evolving and, and changing and make it feel like it actually has a future, which I think many people have been encouraged recently that it really has improved their outlook on where the game is going and what it's capable of, especially with, you know, these updates, the 1.9 and 1.10, no one really expected. And then obviously the roadmap with the upcoming, I guess I'll call it an expansion with 2.0 or 1.0 of a new name, whatever you want to call it. I think that's huge. I mean, we don't really have any details, but I think that the fact that they're, Calling it something new means significant changes are on the way, and I think people are pretty excited about that. So I'm, I'm really encouraged, and I hope others are as well.
2: The unofficial declaration of Legion death.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's going to be called that. I think it's going to be probably an expansion upon existing systems. I, I would what? love to see. I'm, I'm
2: starting a petition. That's going to be the name. That's not what I was trying to say. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kind of you know speculating it the fact that they're finally willing to even run a new named expansion is pretty much the nail in the coffin of my expectations of anything interesting coming from legion's direction
0: well yeah i mean it, it's certainly i mean before i was i was on the legion bandwagon with everyone else where you know i was like well we'll just kind of keep dust and life support until legion is done then we'll hop over there but honestly with the the things that have been happening in, in dust and obviously these uh expansions or the updates and then the expansion i've kind of put legion on the back burner i don't really care about it anymore because i think the dust's future is going to be in dust and not jumping to a new game so i mean we don't have any details obviously but it's kind of like i know dust exists i know what it is i know where it could go uh, but for legion i don't even know if it exists or what the hell it is because I mean, as, as Jason's pointed out, we're fairly certain that Dust is either a uh, a third person strategy or a, a strategy game or a card game or something. Because <laughs> we, we have no idea. So I'm I'm I am i do not care about Legion anymore. To be honest with I like you, like a card
3: game idea. I should, yeah. I, should uh, I should just forward that through. And be like, yeah, just just scrap all that like you know next gen stuff. Make a card game. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, that's shit. what a
0: uh, Wow did that. Metal with...
2: Gear had something like that, right?
0: Really? Yeah. The,
2: uh, they had a very odd handheld game that's like not in the main sequence. That I think had some sort of card-based element to it, along with like an almost Final Fantasy Tactics-style thing. I'm sure someone will, you know, listening will know perhaps what it is. I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Correct me if I'm wrong, that we don't have some sort of new Eden-themed card game. Because, do we? Nothing. We had... there was a card
3: game.
2: There was a card game.
0: I had a boost. I have a booster pack of them. Well, Did I just you... never branch
1: out. Unfortunately, I never got past Exodus.
2: You know, I played a, a round of the Danger Game with some friends over Thanksgiving. Oh, this oh, reminds playing me. That? How how'd it go? Because I have it. I've it was terrible. It was, it was the ter- worst <laughs> round. It was the worst possible round of the danger game that you could possibly play. Um, and and for the, the viewers and the guys who you haven't seen the rules, basically it's it's definitely CCP's board game. It's It's kind of a mix of I've heard people say it's like a mix of Monopoly and Trivial Pursuit minus the trivia questions. Um, but it just it dragged on. So I think I got addicted to cocaine within four turns, and it seemed like I was out of the game. And then about an hour later, uh, I, I somehow won. We were all completely dissatisfied in the sense that it's like, just let it be over. It has to end
3: i'm I'm gonna have to uh uh sidetrack my friend's favorite board game next time he's he's over here and and we'll have to try out the danger game and see what I think.
2: You should try to get more than one additional person I don't know how I have, plays I have it multiple too.
3: people It's just I have a particular friend who keeps bringing over a board game and uh, insisting we play it <laughs> so I will uh find multiple friends and and make them play the danger game instead and see what happens.
2: It, it's very interesting, you know. They they have drug elements. I said I got addicted to cocaine. Um, if you get a certain number of wasted cards, if you get up to that cocaine level, you basically like can't do anything. Anytime you you get any points, any money, you're apt to lose them in a couple turns. It's it's really funny because you're unable to. Your turn is basically useless.
0: I seem to remember listening to a uh, a recording of a developer talking about the danger game because I, well I got it in the uh, the Eve special, uh, collector's edition and I, re- I remember him saying that we released the game and uh, we were getting reports that people were playing it with their friends and their family and it was the game was literally ruining friendships because of the stuff that happened in the game and we decided we liked that so we thought we would keep that sort of element we developed Eve online so you know like eve the danger game has been ruining people's relationships with each other since the very beginning and apparently it's a it's a terrible game like you said i haven't tried it yet
2: we i had a run through that was modestly entertaining um it it has you know it has an element where you can basically do anything to anyone you get these things called karma cards and you can just play them whenever you want and they they do nasty things to to people um and and that element is is kind of the backbitey part. It can be fun, but if you have the, a situation where it looks like a guy is is pulling ahead, then you know it's just like a PC. Everyone starts targeting them, <laughs> and uh, it can drag the game out a lot longer than it needs to go.
0: That's that's pretty amusing. That, that that same sort of dichotomy of you know oh that guy's doing well. We should all just screw him over for the sake of screwing him over is. Is very New Eden. I, I find it funny that that sort of gameplay and, and mentality has persisted from the very beginning, even before Eve's existence.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely uh, even discounting the pictures of devs, it, it definitely has their fingerprints all over it.
0: That's that's awesome. I, I actually <laughs> I forgot I had it, to be honest. I mostly got the uh, collector's edition for the, the in-game stuff for Eve and, and Dust, but uh, I'll have to crack that out and see if I can give it to my family to Play it, and I'll hate each other
3: be by careful. the end of the night. Yeah, be careful. You're you're gonna need family counseling
0: afterwards. I live in a very very cutthroat competitive family, so it would probably <laughs> it would probably be a total slaughter of a game, but we'd probably get over it pretty quick too. So it might actually work.
3: You might be the first person I know who's who's described their family as cutthroat.
0: <laughs> oh oh, you have no idea. We we used to go up to my grandparents' cabin up in Minnesota, and we would play Uno of all games. And it would be like mean to each other. Like you would like plot silently to screw someone over by by getting them all the the draw two and draw four cards and just try to ruin everyone's life. It was <laughs> I have an interesting family. Our our holiday get togethers are always uh entertaining to say the least. So I think a little danger game might be might be well suited for it.
2: Yeah, I have the exact opposite. Uh in the sense that like sometimes I get strategic and then my family's like like, could you just stop? Could you step, just stop planning like that.
0: Oh no, we're 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 very mean in a nice way to each other. It's <laughs> it's. You know, I had an
2: interesting childhood. Like Congress, but, <laughs>
0: kinda, yeah. It's like playing Risk, but in your living room without the actual board game.
2: Speaking of PC, though, that that's kind of the the core of the epic arcs that they have coming up for the named expansion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um very uninformed, you know, uh, tinfoil here, but I'm kind of wondering if planned expansion is very PC-centric, since, I mean, Faction Warfare's kind of revamped a little bit over as we go, but I think, as they've said, that PC is kind of the keystone of the game. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if a PC rework is on the books as the main feature for the, the expansion in around February.
2: That definitely has me a tad alarmed, you know, because... It is the holiday time, but if CCP uh, don't accept a lot of community feedback on PC, and if they don't essentially rebuild it, the thing is the, the current uh, mechanics are so incredibly broken that no, I don't know any single person or any small group of people who have even a, a ghost of a chance of... Of getting it right um, by themselves, you know the original PC One mechanics. They they some, were well intentioned, but they right. Th- that's the scary part is that they're well intentioned, maybe a bit rushed. I say maybe, definitely a bit rushed. But but about five people on uh, what Team True Grit um, tried really hard to to make a, a functioning system. And it sucks. So the thought that CCP might be, you know, holding PC changes in reserve to, to play like uh, RAT has in the past for um, say the E-Warfare cha- I, I don't think even the E-Warfare but the bandwidth changes where we're kind of told the design and it's like please tweak the numbers. Th- that's That's completely unworkable for PC. The system is too huge and it's any small flaw ends up with uh you know masses of people leaving the game because because of the huge time investment right like no matter how you slice it if people want to invest that amount of time pc would be the the place to do it so wh- when you end up with terrible mechanics like we did in pc 1.0 i i watched an exodus of my friends and and fellow players who who played mag and and started in dust even the, that quit within a month after PC 1.0 just t- turned out awful. So
0: yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that, you know, obviously there's some people on the CPM who are, are very well versed in PC, but the fact of the matter is you can't figure this crap out with just one or five or even 10 people. It needs to be a, a large group uh, endeavor. And I mean it's it's great to come up with ideas, but you need to, you know, kind of push those out for feedback and approval ASAP. And I, I know yeah. that was actually said in the past that, yeah. you know, I, they to I've that said
3: it like, I just said it in a, in a, in a Skype channel, like
0: <laughs> about 60 seconds ago. Oh, okay.
2: um,
3: yeah. Um, I, I've said that a lot. Um, they need to get it out. Um, it really should be out like now. Um, it is going to need some feedback. Um, I do think it, I do think it's going to work. I think it's going to work pretty well. I like, I like the direction that's being gone with it. Um, CCP and C- the CPM are very much on the same page with it, um, but it definitely needs um, you know, community um, once, twice, and thrice over um, of feedback. And uh, it, it's, hopefully that can get out as soon as possible.
2: I mean, it, it kind of scares me, Zell, no, like, you know, with no offense meant to any of the, the CPM or CCP, but even the, the way you guys talk about it, it sounds like you have uh, a substantial amount of implementation. Right that, that you're pondering um, without getting too uh, specific about what that may or may not be. and any implementation details involve a, a higher level decision on essentially the, the cornerstones of the game mode, what you know the design goals of the game mode. And also, if in the past, when, when anybody has turned up with an implementation, when, when especially when it's CCP, changing the core parts of the implementation has been essentially impossible, right? Um, you might disagree with with single points along the, the implementation path and and you know traditionally this has been the numbers game. But if what falls into the community's lap is look at these numbers for this system and tweak them you know, the system can easily be riddled with holes, and it, it just seems like whenever CCP posts material like that, just like anybody, they're like real married to it, right? So, so I would just... <laughs> I, I'm scared as crap that, that that's what's going to go down. And and frankly, this needs to go right, because I, I strongly object to uh, Rat's position that that fact war wasn't the the thing to treat there are so many reasons to do that um but you know obviously they've been super committal so uh, i'll bet development has already started on pc
3: i think fact war is probably in the best state though like i think i think there's more to be done but i think it's something that can be easily i think what fact war needs can be easily addressed whereas it's it, that's one out of three game modes, and I think that all three need need to be brought up in quality to what of an even bar. And I I think PC's in the worst state, and that's the reason to invest the most effort into it. Right. It's now. not the
2: it's not the effort expended that that's certainly the case, right? And that would actually be why I would say fact war fact war doesn't need a fundamental redesign, right? To be functional, it needs polishing um on a few key features and the thing is um and this is a topic that comes up a lot it's very difficult to to make planetary conquest accessible and accessibility seems to be a, a very very much recurring idea that i see from a, a lot of people that i've talked to about yeah, pc absolutely. is that is that it in financially uh knowledge wise in a whole in a whole swath of ways their pc right now is is inaccessible and it's so hard to both make it a conquest based game mode where there's ownership of assets and people control those you know people are always going to find an abusive strategy um or that sort of thing is concerned so it's hard to combine that and accessibility when you don't have a middle link from pub matches to PC. And, and that's where FACWAR would sit if, if it were polished, right? It, I'm beating a dead horse. It's evident that that rat really didn't ask <laughs> too many people's opinion before deciding uh, PC was the way to go, but...
1: Well, if you've been playing EVE Online, FACWAR is not a stepping stone towards NullSec at all. It itself has become an endgame uh, means as well.
2: And I mean certainly that's something that you could anticipate happening in development of an an end game in VACOR. But lack of the lack of it being a stepping stone, I think, is more because of the, the technical dynamics of how Eve works. And Eve, you can bring as many people online to a fleet fight as possible, you know, Sans Lag, um and time dilation. And, and you can train people up for null sec in that way you can go do low sec roams and find activity. Um whatever you want to do, right? Y- yeah. You can I- find a way to build your expertise in an organized fashion.
3: Um, I agree that the that, that the numbers limit is a huge is a huge issue for, for Dust because that that cap- you know, with other games you can have less experienced people but you can simply more of them. And that's not an option in Dust.
2: Not only can you you not bring more of them, which is kind of an interesting point. I, of course, would love to see the player cap higher if it were actually technically feasible, which I'm sure it's not, Um, (laughs) judging from, you know, us experience with Dust. Um, Just watch all those
3: performance improvements go right down the drain.
2: (laughs) As you turn that dial up. There's no way. Like, they just don't have the capacity to do that as much as I would yearn to have it even the 24v24 24 24 that we were originally promised, much less the 32v32 32 32 and, and bigger that we had hoped for. But uh, the the thing is, there's no training ground. There's no place where between PC and pub matches where you can take people in and not be risking hand-over-fist ISK amounts, uh to train people, or else you also can't really take people into PC who don't have essentially full proto gear versus a team that doesn't and, and expect them to learn anything. If I take, you know, a team of, of 10 guys in advanced gear and six in proto and we do everything right against a team in full proto and PC, we'll lose most of the time. I mean, maybe we'll get lucky, right? But you'll mostly just lose because there there's
3: nothing... how much of that is because they're in full proto and how much of it is because they have a lot of experience playing at PC and are actually really It's a good lot
2: at it. with the full proto. Um, this the this problem was exacerbated even harder in the eight v eights, but the eight v eights have a, a real great track record of that. Um, you guys might remember Pink Fluffy Bunnies. Um, and they had old a, Yeah, they had a guy named Slap who was a, an excellent tanker and the rest of their team were very active. So as soon as the E3 build dropped, I believe, back in uh 2012, um they they very quickly outpaced most people in SP totals. And my experience against them, um we had some good games, but you didn't learn that much if you were if you had worse gear because you just spend more time on the ground. There's nothing to be done for it. You know, spend more time on the ground, spend more time on the, the spawn screen. And I certainly won't say that the this you know strategy or, or skill uh, of one team or another, it, it's difficult to say which one exceeded the other. Pink Fluffy Bunnies probably were beating my team at the time in that, that realm as well. But it was probably also a lot closer than the results that we ended up pulling out. Um, And that happens in PC. I mean, just ask someone who runs big PC teams. You can't... If you took a bunch of veterans and put them in advanced gear, I'd like to see someone actually try this. You know? They'd probably still get wrecked.
1: I don't know. Uh, Back before uh, we launched, we had plenty of closed resets. And a very common thing we did before resets was uh, Armageddon Day. And oddly enough, what a lot of the veterans, well, the higher skill people did that day was they went back to their militia gear and they still whooped the um, ever-loving crud out of just anybody they came across because of their skills. Uh, Not only their skills, but their knowledge uh, augmented so much of their um, ability to perform on the field.
2: It wasn't funny. there was weaponry back then, right? Like, um, it it certainly, there was certainly of that, and I used to be, I used to personally play in standard gear all the time back during that phase of the beta, and I I performed a lot better um, than I do now, because that weaponry skill was 25% of, you know, damage boost, plus uh, the, oh, what is the stupid skill called? Proficiency, you know, which is another however much it was back then, nearly 25 bonus. You had a big damage boost. A bunch of the damage on your gun was coming from those two skills. Um and then you add on of course the, the shield skills and the armor skills, which are still in the game for HP boosting. It um, was
1: ten percent for weaponry and twenty five percent for proficiency, but that was straight out it was straight out damage up.
2: Uh at the at level five, I thought it was like Five percent per level or something ridiculous on weaponry before
1: proficiency. It was five percent and it was straight damage buff instead of the um, armored and shield slice it is now.
2: Right. So, so certainly things were evened out a little bit more in those days for veteran players. But you know, like these days, I I, I personally have performed a lot worse after those <laughs> things got nerfed. Right, because in standard gear for instance, and this is of course anecdotal, but just kind of a thought, uh, once those things got nerfed, I, I no longer was able to kind of compensate for the tier difference that we were seeing uh, with those skills. and Instead, the, the bulk of the difference in stats was based on whatever gear, and I was still running standard BPO stuff. Um, and, and certainly, I will say in a less anecdotal way, but more from experience, it's anecdotal, but just a lot of experience, in a PC match, when when you're trying to play at the most competitive level possible, you can afford maybe one to two to three really good players in advanced gear. Um, and once you start getting past those numbers and the enemy maintains All proto, you, you start having if you have a squad's worth of people, or even half a squad's worth of people who are more likely to die. That's just a big deal um, because when half a squad's worth of people get wiped out attacking an objective or defending an objective, that's when you start losing objectives, um, and it's much more. It's <laughs> happens much more often if they have that gear uh, discrepancy. Of course, that's why I always whine about tier aside, but that's neither here nor there. Um,
1: well, I, I will say that there's another problem that PC is probably facing is the con is the lack of new tactics. Everyone's going t- towards the most efficient means of winning, so the variety of things being brought to the field are is not that interesting in PC. Whereas in pub matches, you get a whole smattering of all sorts of different gear types, gear levels, and all, and even gear fits, and no one seems to care that much. But go to PC, and it's gets very strict on what sort of fits you're bringing as a team because you only got so many people to bring with you and you better optimize uh, best as possible
0: isn't that yeah i mean it's... I mean, they have corporations will give you this is what you fit your ship as don't come to the fight unless you have this fit i mean isn't that pretty yep. common that's it is very common. common
1: to the point that the fleet commander if he catch you in anything that is not fleet doctrine he'll shoot he'll order the fleet to shoot your ass
0: no,
3: those are those are really really douchey corps. Um, I've flown with with corps who do that, and they're they're just nasty people. Um, most of the time, it's really just like this is the doctrine. Usually, there's a couple allowances for if your skills are a bit weaker, and if you don't have something that you can, and if you do fly something off doctrine, uh, usually they'll they'll just either ignore you or um, laugh at you when you get blown up first. Yeah,
1: the are Corp very very um, conscious about their um, ISK efficiencies so if you show up in a ship that um, they even deem not PP-worthy, they'd rather get to kill off a few than um, let the enemy get it.
2: Doctrines were always something that uh, I kind of wanted to implement when I was doing PC organization, and I couldn't really justify, interestingly enough, because there aren't actually that big of a range of acceptable strategies in dust at any one point in time. Um that's kind of an interesting side discussion, right? Like I
3: mean the interesting is- thing is you do have more variety because you don't just put I mean, jokes aside, you generally don't put sixteen scouts in a team. Whereas- sure,
2: but you, you also don't there there's not as much incentivization in Dust to to have a core team concept, partially because it's an FPS game right um yeah. i mean in eve obviously when you you take a bunch of uh, long range artillery guys it's it has a very discernible effect on your engagement as opposed to in an fps if you take everybody with rail rifles like you know you can shoot people from farther away maybe maybe back when rail rifles are a bit better you can shoot people from farther away but the game is not such that you can you can choose your movement patterns as freely. Um, so, you know, when you have those long-range guns in EVE, you're going to keep your fleet a long way away from people as much as possible. In um, Dust, that's not necessarily an option. The guy just runs at you. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bizarre. The guy just runs at you. Um, but also, there's there's not really very much incentive for HP-based centralization. Um, you know, at, at one point in time, I remember trying to get uh, the teams I was running towards an armor-based HP doctrine, but it was just very difficult to to justify and, and convince people because it, it's actually bad in Dust's environment, right? You can if you sit everybody, say armor-oriented at the same time, because then someone could actually take out a bunch of mass drivers and have maybe an edge against you. But there's no distinct advantage for having a a bunch of armor stuff i mean sure you can repair all of it so maybe you can put some reppers on your lodgies and that's about it (laughs) you know kind of another interesting aside there's not there's not a big team-based incentivization to to use similar types of gear and hp types
0: I think that comes but, down to the logistics, though, because, I mean, armor, the way, the difference between armor and shields and EVE is very different than the difference in armor and shields and dust, and I think that's a big part of what you're getting in.
2: I mean, I, that that's an implementation, right? Like, the kind of general theme is that the, the types aren't as different in dust, but how they make them more different in EVE isn't necessarily appropriate for FPS games.
1: I always say that the made probably the most underlying cause why um, that sort of thinking just fails um, in Dust and not in Eve. In Eve, you have to often deal with um, possible engagement windows being hours long, and you're stuck in the same platform for that just long amount of time. So it 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 creates an interesting dynamic when you met this fleet that's been out and about for an hour, and you bring your fleet to try to t- test your metal against theirs. In Dust Five One Four if you bring out a certain doctrine and you wipe out the enemy once with it, you're only successful until they respond again. And when they respond again, they're gonna come up with the count- they're gonna
2: come up with the counters. Potentially. Interestingly enough, that type of gameplay doesn't happen because people just because it's not incentivized. It's weird. It's like it doesn't exist because it could be effective, if that makes sense. Um it, I, is, I've it is just my...
1: far more effective to come with a uh, skittle team, so to say.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like I've never, I've never sat down with a PC team and said, uh, "Now everybody switch their mass drivers because it looks like they have extra armor, guys." <laughs> you know, and it's not for lack of observation. It's it's just that nobody ever has enough people to to merit that kind of change on a a team level. Maybe, you know, as on a personal level, you can look at it and say I just fought a squad full of armor guys, I can switch to a mass driver, but that's an individual decision. It's not something you'd be like doing on a team level.
1: I think um, the largest amount of team level call out you're going to get is um they just deployed an armor tank,
2: we need anti-armor AV. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. It's usually part of the plan uh aspiring FCs, this is a good thing to do is to to make sure that you have designated people who will switch into AV and you set those up before the game. Because if you don't, a lot of times you're going to end up with some real awkward situations um, where people either, you say you need AV and people switch into it and too many people do. Or you say you need AV and everybody thinks everybody else has got it. (laughs) So you should set that up beforehand. But yeah, that is pretty much the extent of the preparation.
1: Yeah, I've learned that from my Red Cross training. Um, don't ever just say, call for 911. You point to that person, and you demand that one person to do what you do- you need them to do, which is to call 911. Uh, same concept applies when you're talking to a whole bunch of people when it comes to certain situations.
2: It's good advice. Um, and and so I guess this was a digression. The point is that the, the amount of coordination necessary... Uh, even to impart the idea of competitive skirmish strategies right like it it's hard it's a hard learning cliff to get over when you haven't seen it before just how fast a competitive skirmish game needs to go at the beginning you have 30 seconds to to set your team up and often the first 30 seconds to minute and 30 seconds of a, a skirmish game are the most active and important uh, If you mess up a single thing, call a vehicle in the wrong order, um, you know, a guy doesn't run and do his job and capture an objective, you lose. You just automatically lose against a team that's doing it correctly. Imparting that level of experience on uh, newer players is impossible to do To taking them into a game and letting them experience that firsthand. But again, we're it's also almost impossible to keep people engaged with dust from standard to proto <laughs> um, enough to see that interesting aspect of the game. And that's why I think fac war not having a, i don't hate to say it, not having team deploy and not being not having the three to four fixes in addition to team deploy, and you know there's a lot of discussion about about Drop that the big keyword. Um, not having those three to four uh, things that it needs to be polished leaves us without a link between those two game modes, and so they're going to put a lot of effort into PC. And if they don't, it's gonna it's just gonna be bad, right? Like it needs to be essentially redesigned. It needs to be carefully redesigned, and then you're going to end up with a thing that the maybe the handful of people still playing PC 1.0 have any preparation to get into and and again accessibility versus the other parts of pc that i usually view as essential you know the the ownership aspects persistent ownership conquest based game mode huge logistics those are directly contradictory with accessibility so if you make it too accessible then you you've essentially made planet site 2 right um if you make it too inaccessible, you get Eve Online, which is actually completely unsatisfactory both to Eve Online and to, to Dust five one four from my perspective. So Agree. Let me, so, ask, yeah. you,
0: let me ask you this on the, the PC. Are you guys formulating a, a well thought out complex of plans or has there actually been man hours put into development and implementation of said plans?
3: Um, I couldn't tell you where, where CCP is on preparing the next release. I assume they're already working on at least some parts of it. Um, whether or not that's the part that includes PC, I don't know. Um, we've talked a lot about the the design and very specifically the goals for what the design needs to accomplish. Um, and I I really do think that it's at the stage where, um, players need to be, uh, able to provide feedback on, on what's been said so far um, and I'm just gonna keep pushing that until we see it
0: yeah because I mean that kind of goes back to the Luther you were saying that I think it's perfectly acceptable for you guys to develop a this is what we think it should work like you know this is how, and actually formulate this is how it works together rather than just throwing out random ideas because everyone has got their own different version of it so I think it's good to have at least a rough Outline of what you want to happen and how it's going to happen, but as soon as you start spending man hours on implementation CCP is going to become increasingly less willing to change or even remove the effort they've put forward in terms of actual development so I think that that's kind of the line that comes down to where I would feel comfortable with is how much time has been spent on actually programming and implementing this opposed to we're just talking about it and putting together a, a rough outline for community feedback. So I, like like you said, I, I really do hope that they push this out soon because I don't want them to start getting into that actual implementation stage and then become increasingly unwilling to actually make compromise and change things because as Lither put, pointed out, this can go bad really quickly. Okay. Even something is fundamental like, oh, you know, clone production is how you fight and also make money. I think that on a fundamental scale is broken, and if you've got an element like that in the current design, um, you you can't. It it will screw up everything. Like one bad apple that's core to the design is going to screw up the entire batch. And I'm I'm really worried about that. Right. Hopefully we'll see where they're at soon because, I mean, anyone who actually looked at the PC design before it came out could tell you it was broken before it was even out. And (laughs) if it's that bad. Yeah. And, and nothing happened because they had already developed the damn thing and they aren't going to want to delete the work they did because they spent money on it. And, you know, I, I want to save them money and actually push out a product that works rather than we think this is going to work, but we just didn't see, you know, the issues of it because we had too small of a testing bed, you know?
2: I'm very happy. Quote that. <laughs> Play it back at me. A oh, wow. I'm very happy to hear that that uh, the CPM and CCP have focused on design goals. Um I I would, you know, just throw in... If you have discussed as a group, you know, if CCP have design goals in mind for PC, th- those should not be long. You know, they're design goals, right? If you have, like, 20 of them, right. then you're never going to... It's useless anyway. It's core concept they, type of stuff. They should be ready to drop that now to yeah. talk about. I agree. Like, they're, even if they want... Even if there's pieces of implementation that you're anticipating creating a more detailed structure over to to get feedback on, it is is critically important that the community shoot down or bolster or append um, some of the goals. Because, you know, we got lucky with what Rouge had um, for, say, Legion. Right, He had four design goals that he laid down. I always forget them because I try to forget FanFest last year. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the design and, goal. We don't blame and you. One of them is a player-based economy. One of them was New Eden, I remember. so just, uh, Which I thought was a pretty poor design goal, actually, because it's super vague. Uh, but, um, you know, this this idea of being engaged with the universe. Um, he he, I remember thinking that they were relatively... Good design goals and and having those place before marrying yourself to an implementation means that we don't have to have big lawyer like discussions saying well here are the design goals that we decided on and here's why these add up to don't do this <laughs> you know whereas if you get the design goals parsed and and completed really by the community first we can make the argument. Don't start working on that because these things don't add up to the design goals. You don't want a revision in the design goals when you're halfway through the implementation.
0: Yeah, I, I think I agree with Leith, that I'm glad to hear that they actually are kind of taking a, a top-down approach to it. Because, I mean, you can't just go to the, the community and say, uh, we want to fix PC, so how should we do that? Because it'll be a, a zoo. I think if you can actually kind of fit some constraints of this is what we want to accomplish, maybe via some via some of these these uh, systems, you know, what do you think? You're gonna get a a lot better feedback in terms of a little more focused discussion rather than just everyone having their opinions. So I'm glad to hear that they actually have, you know, at least a rough outline, uh, however deeply developed that is, it's good to actually have some constraints that you can present to the community. So the feedback you do get is useful rather than just, we have 20,000 ideas and all of them are different. Because that's not going to get you anywhere, and it's it's too hard to sift through. So I I, I, I am as well, and am happy to hear that they've been kind of taking that approach to the design.
2: Don't <laughs> twist the nail, Saria. No, <laughs> twist the nail.
0: Oh, we didn't have to do much
1: twisting. Um, well, me, Zil, Zill, Zil, Zil, and the entire CPM um, developed a, developed our side of the conversation, bef- and we got in a meeting with uh, CCP, uh with it, and they brought their documents, we brought our documents, we compared notes, and uh, we were rather surprised how very similar they were, to the point that we're even using the same terms.
2: Well, that's okay. good. Uh, I actually, speaking of PC, when the the small things, I think I posted this on the... the- Trello board like if someone has like I don't guess CCP has the man hours to spin anymore um it would be real nice if like someone would actually update the wiki article to <laughs> for PC currently to make it actually reflect yeah that's so, that's probably a tall order so I, I
1: i've tried editing the wiki and it keeps on saving all the changes so it's like screw it
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's evidently CCP locked i mean it would certainly be it would certainly be bad for it to be open and someone to, to I, change
3: I, a critical aspect at the wrong time. Yeah.
2: I mean, I um, know that we've got, um,
3: that's one of those things that would lovingly be wonderfully easy to do if we had this thing called the ISD in dust, which is of course something I would still like to see someday. It um, would. But there is a conceivable point. And I don't, I don't know if this is, um, something that could be, um, uh, brought up is maybe even having, you know, somewhere that, like, maybe if someone had, you know, one of the unofficial off, you know, not wikis, and the community worked together on some pages, and then, you know, pushed those to CCP to say, you know, hey, um, we've all gone over this, and this looks pretty representative of what we see in game. Uh, Can you put this on the official one? Something like that, maybe would be really cool. Um, If it could be kind of community worked, and then, and then CCP would just have to, like, push the button to make that officially part of uh, theirs? Something like that? I don't know.
2: I mean, that would that's a good point. Like, part of the difficulty is... Well, part of the difficulty is that evidently, since we're talking about PC changes, um, how much use are we going to get out of, like, data document? And I, I concede that point, right? At this, well, I'm just I, saying, like... For the it wiki hadn't in general, occurred there's
3: to a me a lot of out-of-date information on the wiki. I would assume.
2: Yeah, it hadn't even occurred to me that the resources were so spread out until the other day. And I was trying to to write like a really nice post with an introduction and background. It's like you know, it's a, it's in three different locations, and they're all on slightly different sites in the sense that one's in a some of it's in a dev blog, some of it's on the wiki, the official Euthlopedia wiki, and some of it is in a forum post for Hotfix Alpha, and I can't find it anywhere else. Yeah, I remember remember
3: that discussion about all the different places you had to go to get all the different pieces of current PC mechanics.
2: But that's not actually exhaustive, because there's completely undocumented uh, behavior that you would have to track. Essentially, you'd have to track it on Hawk and Pete to get the, the full and rigorous answer anymore.
3: Because and I, uh, I think one of the the aspects where a player, you know, player written posts would actually be really solid if you know if they were if there was enough people involved in the project to to kind of vet them, is that in some cases there are probably situations where players know know more than any any individual person who could be tasked at CCP to write this stuff, yeah. you know. Um, obviously we've come across various instances where someone at CCP is not exactly sure of something that players are sure of. Um, so, you know, some of the really experienced players sitting down and coming up with some really comprehensive articles would actually be like probably top notch.
2: I mean, the, the difficulty in some ways is that that undocumented stuff, you have to search your brain for it, right? Because it's not even listed. (laughs) listed as like a subheading in the docs, It's like, oh, right. We decided that one time after testing that one thing that if you change your reinforcement timer, this is actually a thing. If you change your reinforcement timer and then, oh, what is it? Attack a district. It actually takes longer for the battle to come in if you do it within a certain time window than the rules actually say it should <laughs> um this was something we discovered while doing the locking stuff because there was so much self-attacking going on um, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that springs to mind most readily and even now i can't remember all the specifics this is the unfortunate part but it's like it takes one day longer for the thing to come through than you think it does
3: yeah. so, and what well, I mean, like, a wiki has to, the whole point of a wiki is to be constantly iterated on, is, to, you know, to be able to say, okay, well, you know what, we need to add this thing because this is weird, and, and that sort of thing. Um, and that could be a really interesting project, you know, but it would need people to manage it and, and make it happen.
2: It's alarming that it's also not available in-game. I mean, it's not yeah. really available in-game. It's not available in-game. <laughs> In well, EVE, you it's know... It's on the PS3, like,
1: and PS3's not known for its web browsing ability.
2: Right. In EVE, they they don't actually have all the solve information in-game, correct? Yes, I, they do. Do they?
1: Yes, you go to Maps to Solve, and it colors everything
3: by the color. Right, but I mean, well, like, no, all I mean, of the details of the mechanics cannot be read in-game. Oh, no. Um, there's a lot of random... I mean... I, and I think it's one of those and, things
1: and it's not too, it's not sortable it's not it's it's yeah. something you can't you can't put to a
3: spreadsheet so to say right and I th- I think it's one of those things where it's I, I think with Eve it, there's there's somewhat of an expectation that if you've gotten to the point that that solve mechanics are a thing for you that you care about you've probably already got like five third-party websites that you're using to operate your eve account <laughs> so you know with Eve that's kind of a, a I think it's less of a problem than it is with the PS3 where, where there are plenty of people who don't have a computer to look stuff up with. Um, And, and uh, in addition to the the lack of any sort of comprehensive source.
2: Right. And, and I agree. That's why I was, that was pretty much the, the point I was going to make in the sense that, you know, even if you're sitting at a computer, I think in some cases Eve can let, can link in, through the game client and it can, you know, yes, uh, pull an really operating nice. system thing and it'll pull up euphlopedia in your default web browser, right? Actually they have it um, has an in
3: game web browser still. Right. Um, they're they're yeah. mostly talking about retiring it though, or at least not adding features to it, I believe.
2: That seems Chromium super wise. Good. I don't know what made that sound like a good idea. <laughs> like trying to trying to keep your own web browser up to date when you're a well, game I mean, company. It,
3: it was Chromium based, so
2: I mean but we're I guess they just had a a breaking build of chromium right like whatever it it seems like the, that was an inevitable thing I guess is what I would say is that it would inevitably become outdated and they wouldn't feel like they had the resources to continue maintaining it considering they're not a web browser company but uh I digress the point the point is either way that you have easy access to a web browser a very easy access when you're on a computer um nowhere near as much like the, and it's on evilopedia you know it's not like dustlopedia who's you really have to go looking for pc information if you want to find any of that documentation yeah. and in fact i didn't know what i was looking for there's no way i would have found all that stuff <laughs> like uh all those three different sources i might have found the wikipedia article but the dev blog is partially about something else as well it's about an entire patch back after uprising (laughs) 1.0 um so that and of course hotfix alpha like it's in a forum post so if you don't know the keywords to search for like you're not going to turn up the forum post so it I probably shouldn't be beating a dead horse there. It's it's in probably the worst possible condition that you could actually envisage it being. I guess is the point. You might as well you might as well send me a message in game and hope that <laughs> hope that I'll get back to you with with some explanation of the mechanics as an example, right? There's there're a few other people who can give you a rundown.
1: Uh, denny fleetfoot you're... sends an army of emails every um dust mails every day to um his new people
2: exactly like you you're just as likely to get good information by doing that red not very likely i, I love everyone but if you send me a message i'm probably not gonna respond <laughs> respond to it unless uh, i'm in a good mood um that's a lie i'm usually in a good mood i don't get many messages anymore but you know i could be an ass um well, is it, this a,
1: it's just a glaring problem of Dust514 that not all the information that a new player or even a veteran player are doing doing, it's it's not in the game at all. Is bandwidth in the game? Uh, you... It's in the game, but there's no I mentions mean, of why it works, how it works, or what it's supposed to be doing. E-warfare? E-warfare is not mentioned yeah. well, to a degree. The best you can do is look up the item descriptions and figure out, oh, so that's why he can find, see me better.
2: Yeah, this this is why I had some objections with the system. Not because, uh, not with the entire core concept, but it's it's problematic when we keep on layering on new systems and absolutely no help text makes it in. <laughs>
1: like, oh, okay. Look on the other side. Eve Online in- implemented bandwidth as well. There's still no help text on it either. <laughs> C- it's a C-C-P's problem. It's a problem everywhere.
2: <laughs> I. I- I can certainly appreciate that it's a consistent problem. I don't. It's so easy to see Dust becoming like Eve. Literally. I mean, this is what happened to Eve, right? They started out with a template. Everyone agreed that it was really bad. <laughs> um, and they slowly, like an onion, added features and different parts. And, you know, it, it became reasonable. And now if you're looking for a space MMO, it, it, for many people, it's the go-to and yet it it's so complex and there is no documentation the best way to learn how how to do most of pc is just to go into the star map and start looking at the buttons but not hitting the confirm like <laughs> and even then you're going to have some questions about how it's finding the times
0: yeah i, I think in general the uh, the lack of information in game is extremely problematic i mean I've said this before, but you see people in the forums quoting, oh yeah, the forge gun is, is best for killing shield tanks and I just kind of face palm and link them. I had to go digging through dev blogs to find the blog with the table in it that shows them that no, it it isn't actually made for that. And it's just, it, the lack of information is just stifling. But uh, I mean, that's some, certainly something to, to push for. I mean, at the least, I guess, players could put together a massive document that could be used to, to help train people in terms of what's going on currently, but I mean, all in all, it really needs to be in the game client, especially, like you said, that there's really no easy way to access the internet, nor should you have to through the dust client. It should be in game. But I suppose at the least we can try to compile some information as a community, which might be a, a good endeavor, which again, would be a, a nice argument for an ISD. But regardless, uh, I think we've kind of beat this topic to death. So I think we'll probably wrap it up. we a little over an hour now, which is what we're supposed to be at, but usually we end up going to two, three, something insane. So uh, is there any other quick closing comments you guys wanted to make before we move on to Shadows? Have fun shooting each other, snowball launchers. Oh, yeah. And I, I want my uh, fireworks swarm launchers, I'm just telling you now. But, uh, I'll, right. I'll, I'll put I'll put in a request and, see, awesome. and we'll see what happens. I mean, we can even go as far as getting some uh, some, you know, santa themed commando suits a little white trim on there and then we could have little brown reindeer medium suits running around they'd, they'd be all good stuff for the uh, the 12 days of dust i'm just saying man nah, i think that's going a little too far <laughs> oh man you know fun all right I, let's... I, I,
3: I encourage the trusting and and naive members of the planetary conquest community to totally accept the proposal that everyone have a ceasefire over the over christmas eve and christmas day and don't even bother to check those notifications should be entertaining oh jeez
0: all right so let's go into shout outs then let's start at the uh let's let's go from the bottom up so sorizo
3: i was gonna think up my shout out while everyone else okay
0: fine iron wolf saber
1: i'd like to um, give a shout out to all the world war one and world war two uh world war one folks back in uh back on christmas about 200 years ago not 200 years ago 100 years ago was it Ah, my my history's pretty bad, but it's not, it's it's definitely the anniversary of one day it did have that ceasefire and b- basically went down in between the trenches
0: and played football and shared a meal even. Yeah, that's uh that's a pretty touching story. For those of you who aren't familiar, you should go look it up. It's it's uh it's pretty neat stuff. Uh Lether?
2: Uh I'm gonna throw a shout out to the, the PC community because uh with the I've heard some rumors of recent server issues and, and from terrible experience Uh, i know how bad that is when your logistics just get completely fried because five people dc and stuff so shout outs happy holidays eat some ice cream or something all right i
3: admit it i still don't have a shout out um Mm -hmm. um yeah shout out to
0: oreos they're good um I
3: i prefer double stuff
0: personally they're good good stuff all right. And uh, for me, I guess a shout out to everyone who's listening. Um, I hope you all have a great holiday for those of you who celebrate Christmas and or are already celebrating other holidays right now. I, I hope you have a, a good and safe break from hopefully having a, a bit of a vacation from work and spending time with your family and whatnot. So be safe and, and have fun. Uh, as for next week, um, it's still a little bit up the air if we're going to have a show or not. Uh, Del- Some of us
3: might do a thing.
0: Yeah, Zell wants to. I will probably show up if something happens because I have nothing else to do. Um, I think Jason will probably be MIA, spending time with his family, which is fine. So we'll we'll probably put something together, even if it's just like a little short, you know, uh, like a super short show or something. We'll we'll figure something out, but we'll let you know via Twitter, the forums, the usual avenues. Uh, but yeah, I think from besides that, uh, just again, have a have a safe holiday. And what episode are we on? Is this is thirty four. Or is it? Thirty five. This is thirty four. Thirty four. Sweet. I'm, I'm actually better than, than Jason at this. You're
3: you're way better than Jason at this. I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like, I I don't think there's anybody who could be like worse than Jason at it. So,
0: yeah. I, I find it more funny when he messes it up intentionally and you totally miss it and freak out later with his thirty something episodes. If you no, want someone to mess up
1: more than Jason could, you're um I, I, you're speaking to him right here. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know like,
3: it could Jason, get pretty bad like what? what if you just take like? jason's episode number plus or minus five for the margin of error and you're probably somewhere in there
0: it, it really throws me off when i'm doing the youtube encoding because i'll i'll open up the audio clip because i'm not typically looking at the fox i import them all into premiere at once and he'll mess up the first number and i've actually uploaded the wrong number because of what he said Rather than actually looking at the file. So I've had to re-upload a bunch of videos before. Because he botched the number and screwed me up. So I I, I just checked the uh, the file name now. Like I should be. But regardless guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will probably catch you next week at some point. And if not we will most definitely have a, a show the following week. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, hope you have a nice night. Bye.